Stressed out. Mm-hmm. We here, man. That just abruptly stopped the music. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It was supposed to be a smoother transition, and then yeah. just it just abruptly stopped. You just witnessed a technical difficulty. But we're, we good. are raw in in our performance, so <laughs> you know we're real. So that's more valuable, I think, than smooth, you know, technical stuff. Mm-hmm. A little bit, maybe. What's going on with you guys, man? Um, anything? Uh, Matt is limping. Matt, well, like, what happened? Oh, dude, yeah. last night. So I stepped on a piece of glass, um, which always sucks. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I, the other day I dropped a, my pepper shaker or whatever. Uh-huh. I, the, the pepper can whatever it's called, the pepper, the, the, the salt shaker. shaker, the pepper shaker. Yeah, the okay. Glass thing. I dropped it and it was glass mm-hmm. and it shattered all over the place. And I'm just kind of like, with stuff like that, I just kind of like look at it and I'm like very calm and I'm like, whatever. And I picked up a few pieces of glass and I guess it sprayed all over the room like a grenade. Mm-hmm. So I stepped on a piece of glass that was probably like that big, which is about, you know, like a little under an inch. And it went all the way through my foot oh. and I just pulled it out and it started gushing out blood and so I've just been limping pretty much ever since. So, so you were yeah. kind of like a Marv on Home Alone. Home Alone. I'm like, Harry! <laughs> like whenever he steps on the nail, I'm going to kill that kid. <laughs> yeah, I was like Daniel Stern. Oh, I stepped on a sewing yeah. needle when I was a kid. My sister wow. was like sewing uh, with my that. grandma. She lined up all yeah. the needles from smallest to biggest. You know, needles are both of our worst fears. Really? And it just goes so deep. The biggest one went sh- all the way up into my heel. Like they had Damn. trouble getting it out, and it, yeah. that was painful. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that's the worst. Probably that's the worst. I was mad at my sister. Pissed. That's absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I probably yeah. would have hit her. Oh, I might have. Oh yeah, my sister and I definitely got in fights all the time. I was domestically beaten up on my sister. You know, is she what older I mean? or younger? She's older. Okay, but not like when I was like seventeen. I wasn't like, "Where's my sister at?" And like going and like it was like whenever I was like nine. You know, I remember oh. like we'd get in fights and I'd hit her in the head with a cereal box. Like nine-year-old boys are the worst. It's like yeah. the worst stage for boys. Yeah. She like bum rushed me, like charged me, and I hit her in the head with a Cheerios box. It was like a wrestling match like I was just reaching whatever was in the ring oh you know and then I I, I went ape nuts on her how's your guys uh stress level this week are you I guys are you guys good. stressed with the holidays I you know what I got ready for the holidays as early as possible this year so I'm pretty much done all my shopping minus stockings uh-huh. and the tree is up and decorated stockings are up so I feel good I feel ready yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I did a gingerbread house. So. Oh, gingerbread house. Yeah. yeah. Like Hansel and Gretel. Well, I got the Candyland one, and I kind of did it as like a date night activity with my boyfriend, but they don't give you the same amount of candy as they show you on the outs of the box uh-huh. or the right amount of icing. So we literally only did like half the gingerbread house. So the half that's not done, we kind of have just like put against the wall so no one can see that half the roof isn't done. Did you eat it? No, I want to keep it out there. Like I want my. Are you gonna to eat it? it? Mm, no, because by the time I'm done with it, it's nobody eats gingerbread men. No, you're not supposed to eat them. No, nah, they're for decoration. Bro. Yeah, oh, the candies they have, like, glue are stale. And stuff in it, right? No, the the icing is the glue. But have you ever tasted gingerbread house? It tastes disgusting. Dude, gingerbread men taste good though. Yeah, like yeah. If, you, if you make them to eat them, but the ones that are made for the houses. The gingerbread is nasty. It's not soft. It's like hard yeah, as a rock because it's got it last. You could use it for yeah. shelter. Like it could. You could for real. If it was bigger, you could use it for an actual <laughs> house. Would have survived Hurricane Katrina. Yes, <laughs> somebody's house is made out of gingerbread. And Irma. <laughs> <laughs> and Harvey. <laughs> yeah, would have survived all the hurricanes. Sandy. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, are you stressed, David? Because like you know, like holidays and stuff like that. Like just with everything. I'm stressed because I have a daughter and she costs a lot. 
She's <laughs> <laughs> like right in front of us too, by the way, guys. And, and her, so cute. And her toys are like fifty dollars a piece, bro. She she Dude. likes Paw Patrol and PJ Masks. PJ Maxx, I haven't heard of that one. PJ Maxx, I thought that was a record store. <laughs> PJ Maxx, TJ Maxx, TJ Maxx, is a clothing store. As soon as I'm, as soon as I have, like, whenever I am a multimillionaire, I'm gonna buy people like really nice stuff. Like now, I've kind of had to go back to like the shit that I bought like people whenever I was like really, really young. Like I remember whenever I was like in. Six, I made my mom a cassette tape from my CD of Hootie and the Blowfish, and she had to pretend to like it. She's like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like you'd buy people like sailboat pins, and they'd be like, Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Like, that's kind of the way my gifts have returned lately because <laughs> okay. it's like, you know, I've been paying off debt. So it's the it's thought like, that counts. I'm paying off debt too. It's the thought that counts. That's what people tell people for the person who bought the gift so they don't feel like crap. Mm-hmm. But it's not the thought that counts. You want something nice. <laughs> That's a lie that we all tell each other. Yeah, it's the thought yeah, that counts. Yeah. But it's also cool to like get something homemade though because it's like that takes more effort than me just going on Amazon and ordering something for you. Yeah. Right? So that's it means I put in more Then effort. like a gift card, you know? Yeah, I don't like you doing gift cards. I, a I gift card. Like... I always get stuff that I don't want, like a gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like, great. Everybody in here looks like they're going to shove me in a locker. They all look like <laughs> high school bullies. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. They do. My heart hurts for high school, Matt. For uh, Actually, I was pretty popular in high oh, school. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just I was just joking around. I was student council president oh, wow. when I was a freshman. So that means you're like the, the school president. Not Not when I was a senior. So I don't have to organize class reunions because if I did – then, uh, yeah, they would not be happening because I'm Wait, not going to so go back. the president and has to do that? The, the one who was there, a senior, yeah. Like the tenure? The tenure, yeah. Dang. You have to go back My and you have to organize it. My tenure is in like it. two years, so. Yeah, I didn't go back home this time because it's like I didn't really, I want to I come back in a helicopter. You know what I mean? Like, that's when I'm coming back. I'm coming back in, like, a helicopter with, like, (laughs) shooting cards like David Copperfield out of my palm in a silk shirt while the wind is rustling against me. I get it, bro, because, like, um, that's what I said I wanted to do. Like, same thing, man. Yeah. You got to make an entrance around those ordinary people we went to school with. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, bro, no matter... Especially where we're from, Matt, like smaller cities. I'm from a small town too. Okay, you're from y'all just never. We'll been there. always yeah. It's from an island in Canada, guys. We we will always be famous to people who live in our cities. Oh yeah, people think that I'm balling. I'm like, dude, you're making more work at Walmart right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, definitely. Like amount of notoriety and fame is not always equal to amount of wealth. Yeah, for sure. Yes, it will be. It will be eventually. Let's hope. Uh, No, I really do believe. Let's manifest. I already believe that I am a millionaire in my brain, and that's not me practicing some sort of law of attraction thing. I really do believe that. I, but I can also acknowledge where I'm at right now. But I, I I know that's Mm -hmm. not where I'm staying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. But it's like you want to make that entrance. You know. You need to struggle now to appreciate it later in life. Yeah, because people who get it right away, they have no, they have no. It's it's like the parents who give their kids everything. You see how crazy those kids end up being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to face like any adversity. Yeah, like whatsoever. You don't want to give your kids yeah. everything. Exactly. Yeah. Because otherwise, I have friends who their parents gave them everything. They suck to be around. You well, know what I mean? Sometimes, uh, not all only children, but sometimes only children can have this like only child syndrome. Yeah, have you I have heard that. You have only you child have syndrome. It? Of course. I don't think you have it. 
No. No, because really? I met people who got it real bad, and it's like... You have brothers and sisters, selfish, though, dude. Or you have brothers. Narcissistic I have people. a little one, yeah. But our age difference, our age gap is yeah, so different. Yeah, I've encountered that where the age difference is so different that it's like it's like they're an only child. We're like nine years apart. We're like seven, eight years apart. So do you feel like you're like, oh, okay, like it's like I don't want to share, like I'm like... Do you, do you have like the only child thing? Yeah, I still hate sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sharing my daughter. Aww. Yeah. I notice it, uh, for me, it's like I notice when people are just, they just don't think about other people. Like they only think about themselves. They're not used to having to consider someone else when I've been decisions. told that. I don't see that, but I've been told that. Oh, dude, you're super generous, no, man. I think yeah. You're very generous. You're, you're actually really generous. I mean, you might be, you might like things the way you like them. But, dude, you open up your place for, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, this guy, we had Thanksgiving, that and this guy literally best cooks out Thanksgiving I've a full-on feast. Yeah. And, and you do a lot of that stuff, dude. When I was living in Koreatown, let me tell you something. David was living upstairs, mm-hmm. and I was, so, I, I, I was so hungry, sometimes I just ate bread. And I remember David goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm just eating bread. He goes, dude, you don't have to eat just any just damn bread. He's like, come up here and get something to eat. Aww. <laughs> You know, oh, sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think you're that selfish, dude. Cool. Yeah. Definitely not. You know? That was the most lit Thanksgiving I've ever been. To. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun, right? It we was do it fun. every year. It was fun. Everyone was so cool. Yeah, and then Lots I. Lots of characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I brought oh, my buddy. <laughs> Negan was Negan was at our Thanksgiving <laughs> from Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, Negan he was, was there, there in the flesh. <laughs> You, what's so crazy is when you said that he reminded you of him. I saw that and I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> like well, I hope Adam you got was, on your shit and pain. It was actually my boyfriend like whispered in my ear. He's like, "That dude's like Negan." Then I was like, "He said that." And then I looked. I was like, "Oh my god, you're right." And that's when I said something. I think he was too scared to say something. He don't want to offend anybody. And I was like, "Yeah, no, he'll, he probably doesn't know who that is." Yeah, that's hilarious. But they are the exact same person. This dude from Walking Dead who's going around hitting zombies in the head with baseball bats. And hey, next baseball. time, bring him, Matt. Just not as a guest, but just to chill in the studio. Yeah, he should be a what? guest. No, Jason. we should have him as a guest. Oh yeah, he's like, all right. Yeah, he... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Dude, he has I have so credits. many friends that want to be a guest. Like, oh, yeah, he does. He's there. no, he's been on TV and everything. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, he goes. If you ask him about like acting, we have this friend and he has like real pronounced eyebrows like Jack Nicholson. He's like, yeah, you know, I just, I feel it, you know, whenever I just go through it and everything. Darius, you met him, right? Yeah. 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 Like he's, he's the most animated person without trying to be that I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't go. He doesn't. The he, light doesn't go out. No. It, <laughs> it really doesn't. You have to like comatose him. Yeah. It's really, really yeah. crazy. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. I like the girl who had the, or like her elephant hat. There was a girl that showed up at the end with the elephant hat. I was like, it wasn't a turkey hat. It was an elephant oh, hat. Oh, Rosita. 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 I don't Jeff's, know. Jeff's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was talking about how all, yeah, she, a girl came in at the end of the night. It was crazy hour. <laughs> Uh, my buddy Jason was yelling about <laughs> nothing, and then she came in and started defending like Bill Cosby. And I was like, I was like, I was like, uh oh! I was like, literally the craziest people have walked out of the woodwork. And Jason was like, just agreeing with her. He's going, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he, go, he goes, exactly. He goes, you're absolutely right. Well, it was funny because she, she kept saying like, white like, women is... and then staring right at me. <laughs> I was like, why did I didn't? Yeah, you didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I'm just... Yeah, she was saying she was saying that these women should have known what they were getting themselves into by hanging out with Bill Cosby, and then Jason was like, "Exactly," and I was like, "This is the crazy part yeah. of the Thanksgiving." Normally, you know? I would have spoke up, but I was like, "No, no." 
In that situation with a woman like that, it's a lose lose. Uh huh. It's like if a loud white woman walks in. Uh-huh. And you can tell that you know she was raised a certain way, and she starts talking, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Black men ain't shit." It's like there's no need for me to defend myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She's already made up her you, mind. You already have your opinion, mm-hmm. and your goal is not going to be to hear what I have to say, but your goal is going to be to out talk me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh huh. So. Right, yeah. and, and make sure that I understand why you think this way. That's the worst mm-hmm. kind of person to like debate anything with. Like when somebody's so made up their mind on something and they're like, let me tell you why you're wrong if you try to defend yourself. Yeah. I've gone into it about politics with people before and it drives me nuts. Like I'm, I'm willing to listen to the other side and it's like, but they're not willing to listen to my side. Oh no. People right now are, are hyper emotional about politics. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, I had this conversation oh, yeah. with someone the other it. day. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay. Like, People are so partisan now mm-hmm. that why can't you agree with one thing and disagree with another thing whenever it comes to party? It's like, no, you have to subscribe to all of what this party teaches or, right. or like all yeah, of this right. party. Like, why can't you be for like small government but also support Black Lives Matter? Why exactly. is that? Why, why, why are those two things mutually exclusive? Why mm-hmm. can't you um, be for, um, you know, against the death penalty? but you're also against war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, there's not, like, people make these little things, like, why can't you be for better health care, but maybe you're not for, you know, like, giving out all free college. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no middle ground anymore. It's like, I have to agree with everything they That's teach. That's why I really dislike and it's crazy. America has only two parties. Yeah. It's like you really, like, because if you vote for the other ones, you feel like it's a wasted vote. In Canada, we have, like, a bunch of parties, so you don't feel that way. Right. Lots I, of options. I wish it was more equal here. Other parties had a chance. Yeah. yeah. Hey, good topic, guys, but I have to go film, so Matt and Haley are going to take over the rest take of the over. show. Yeah. Okay. We taking right, over. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it down. We'll hold it down, you. dude. We're going to hold it down. Hold yeah. down the yeah. barracks. All right, man. Yeah. Good luck, All brother. Right. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye, Yuri. Bye, dear. Bye, Yuri. Have fun today, guys. Yeah, so what we're going to keep doing is we are going to keep rocking and rolling right now with mm-hmm. me and Haley Ray. Yeah. Probably go for about another 15 more minutes. Why not? Sure. Yeah, let's I'm do down. it. Let's just let's keep shooting it. the ish, you know. Let's we got on this hot-button political conversation, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so why not continue, man? Of course. Well, so I came from Canada, as I've spoken, voting for, like, you know, here it's like everyone's so focused on who the leader is. Like, oh, am I voting for Hillary? Am I voting for Trump? In Canada, the focus is more on the party. Yeah, it's like the like mascot. Like, you're going to vote you for know? the liberals. You're going to vote for the conservatives. You're going to vote for... It's not about who the actual leader is. And the person who ends up being the leader doesn't have as much overall power. Oh, no. And I think not that's a much better system. And instead of having just, like, Democrats and Republicans up there, we've got liberals and conservatives, but we've also got... Green Party, you've got Marijuana Party, you've got NDP. Wait, you have a Marijuana Party? We have a Marijuana Party. A Marijuana Party. What does that entail? Is it just a bunch of white people with dreadlocks wearing, like, (laughs) tie-dye Grateful Dead shirts? Um, No, but those people are definitely included in that party. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like, it's kind of, our liberals are kind of like the Democrats and the conservatives are kind of like Republicans, and then NDP is kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then Green Party is, like, super far left, and so is Marijuana Party, I'm pretty sure. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and it's like when you vote, we don't go in and vote like, okay, I'm voting for like this one leader. You vote for 
your party and whoever the leader of the party is in your area. So you're never really voting like you're not going to go in and be like, I want Justin Trudeau, even though he's the prime minister up there, which is our version of a president. It's not like you go and you vote for specifically him. You vote for your the person who's the leader in your riding. And a riding is just like the area you live in. Uh-huh. And I like that system better because it just, I don't know, it didn't seem so extreme, like right or left. Right, right. It's kind of hard sometimes because it's like um, now I think the thing that's like with politically now that the reason why because the country's like so divided, Mm -hmm. like the reason why partisanship is so bad. Mm -hmm. And I hate politics, but the thing is, is do you for real? I kind of I I used to love. I I would love to work in politics, but. Right. It, I'm worried it would ruin my life. Well, yeah, because you have to you have to save face a lot more, and you can't really say what you're really thinking because you always have to monitor every little thing that you do. See, that's what I would do different, though. I would just be real. Like, I wouldn't be afraid to, like, fuck up and, like, I don't know, say I don't yeah. know or um or like. I don't want to be this perfect robot. Like, I want to be relatable. But at the same time, yeah. people might think, oh, then she's not a good person to be a leader in whatever Well, sector. people like their lies a specific way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? People want their politicians to lie to them and tell them that it's okay. It's kind of like your mom and dad tucking you in bed at night mm-hmm. and telling you. But, I mean, it's it's different. That might change. I guess it's, it's more so with the president. But mm-hmm. with, like, partisanship, like, the problem is, is okay. Like, um, there are, like, certain issues mm-hmm. that need to be, like, talked about. Like, okay, like, there is an issue with police and black people. Yeah. There's just there's there's no way around sure. it. Like I've seen it. But oh, why too. do you have to be a liberal to support that? Of course. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, my best friend from childhood mm-hmm. is also a cop and he's one of the best dudes that I know and he's not a bad guy. So then there's the other thing too which is another adverse reaction because you have that uniform on and you're a police officer, you're automatically bad. And it's like if you stick up for cops, all of a sudden you're a conservative. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just bullshit you know what i mean like the thing is is like there needs to be conversations about certain things and then it's like okay well the thing is if somebody says well i believe in you know like lowering taxes you're automatically going to jump the gun and be like okay well that person right there they believe in lowering taxes so they must support donald trump and they must uh they must uh think this way about Mm -hmm. people and everything like that and so it's like I'm not even necessarily for lowering taxes, but I'm using that as an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it it It's like you can't, like, people are a mixture of a lot of different Definitely, views. And yeah. it's like when you just adopt everything that a party does, it's damaging because you're ignoring people, mm-hmm. you know? And there's, mm-hmm. like, a lot of different people in the country who think a way different way. So it's like when you just get behind your party and get all gung-ho about it, it's weird to me. Yeah. Maybe there's something I don't understand because I, I haven't been paying attention to politics lately. So I'm going to be the first to admit I'll lose a debate. Politically, I will. <laughs> yeah, because I, I used mean, to be very active. Too. I'm not anymore. Uh-huh. I'm not a, a political savant. But why? 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 Why do people have to be that weird about it? To be like my team, you know? It's just like sports. It's like the Clippers or the Lakers, you know? Who yeah. pick your team, and then no matter what they do, support them. And it's like no, you know, you need to keep these people in check. That's kind of why I was a fan of you Bernie know? Sanders because he was. I found him super relatable and honest, but he was uh-huh. actually an independent. And then he just ran as a Democrat because he knew he was more likely to win running as a Democrat than an independent. Yeah. I mean, he he, he would have never – nobody's ever going to win being an independent because they're the bite cops of politicians. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, nice. Like, the police station gives them a little badge and everything and a mountain mm-hmm. bike and, mm-hmm. and makes them feel like they belong. But we all know their place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't have Sad, any ba- b- funding. My worst thing, speaking of which, was I got a ticket from a bicycle cop in L.A. Oh, you told me this, I think. Yeah, I got a ticket from a bike cop. He pulled out in front of me, like signaled the stop signal, Uh and then wrote me a ticket because I drove down a thing road. And he was like, stop. And I was like, dude, the gumption of this guy to just like peel out. Like, you know, he just got off of a dirt jump and he like and just stop in my car. Was he going to chase you on his bike? I know, right? I could have plowed him over in my Camry. Yeah. You know, for sure. And I probably Are you in a Camry back then? I was in a Camry. It was oh, a big okay. Camry too. It was a big time family car. Like I was going to Disneyland with my family. Oh, so you just got your Elantra? Okay, so I I had a Camry. Mm-hmm. Then I had a Hyundai Sonata, and then I had an Elantra. Oh, um, where'd you go from Sonata to Elantra? So uh, I I this is embarrassing. I messed <laughs> up my car because I wrecked it driving Lyft. That's not the embarrassing part. Oh, no. The second time, within a few months later, I was staring at a girl at the train station, and I slammed into a car, and my airbag went off, doors got pinned shut, and then, yeah, yeah my car got totaled. Honest. Yeah, hey, I, that's exactly what happened. I stared for, like, one second too long. I kept doing, like, a double take, and oh. I got whiplash from it. And Dang. But the insurance paid for me to be able to get a new car, so I got an Elantra. But did you meet so. the girl? No, her head was going down the escalator. She could have been love of your life. Right I felt there. like a, a like some guy like in the ancient, ancient, ancient Bible times. I just wanted to go up to her and like pierce her nose and be like, "You're my wife. You cost fifteen thousand dollars." <laughs> you know, because it's like she was cute too, but it was at the bus stop, so uh-huh. you know. But I mean, maybe she had a shitty personality. She, yeah, you never know. You'll never you know. know. <laughs> I'll never know, but you know, fifteen thousand dollars for a look, you know, uh-huh. fifteen thousand dollars in a neck crane, look, and in a neck crane. <laughs> It's the thing, though. As a guy, I feel like we we have that temptation to just, like, stare more. Mm-hmm. You know, which if you're not a creepy person, you make it a little more inconspicuous. And girls do it, too. But not to the extent that they're going to slam into a car. No. I don't think. I definitely zone out. I actually, I've been caught, especially in L.A., uh, looking at the billboards. Billboards, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever sure. zoned out on somebody and you don't even realize you're staring at them? You're yeah. just zoned out on them. Yeah, really. And bad. you're you're like, Especially oh, I'm tired. Oh, they think I'm a they think I'm a I'm a creep, but I'm really just tired and I just accidentally zoned uh-huh. out on their face. Yeah. I've definitely done that. I've definitely zoned out on a girl's boobs before on accident, and I wasn't because I really wasn't paying attention. But it's just like I remember she like looked at me and crossed her arms because I was like just thinking deep in thought. (laughs) You probably looked super creepy. Yeah, and I was just like staring, but I didn't realize that's what I was staring at. I was like thinking about my thoughts, Mm -hmm. and I remember she like covered her, crossed her arms, and I was like, oh, she think, oh crap, because I'm self aware. I don't want to be perceived as a creep. (laughs) Right, right, of course. So. It's uh, it, it's a lot, you know. You got to keep that creepy meter on low, guys. <laughs> got to keep the creepy meter on low. Oh, you know. Yeah, for sure. There can be a fine line between confidence and creepiness. Yeah, you there's know, a lot of creeps in L.A. There, I think. Just what about in Canada? You feel like there's more in L.A. than Canada? We just have more people here, so it's like the chance of someone being creep is. There's just more of them. You know There's I mean? just more. More people. Like, just getting in my Starbucks and then walking back here to meet y'all, these dudes were literally, like, hanging out the windows of a van and, like, whistling at me and being like, come here, mommy, come in the... Like, it was what? super creepy. Yeah. It's so weird to me. Like, like I forget that that happens to women that but much. Where, where, where do they get the idea that they should do that? Like, at some point, did some woman be like, okay, and then get in the van? 
Because, like, where did they get that idea that that works? Because I've never responded to that. And I don't know any woman that has. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like a lot of these guys are just throwing darts. And, it, like, I, I, it's a cultural thing. Let mm-hmm. me guess. Um, these dudes were of the Latin persuasion. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because you said mommy. Yeah. So yeah. They were. Spe- it's, yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah. It's a cultural thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it's like that doesn't work in America. But in no. some places that probably does work. Like everything okay. is different because you just look at it. White guys hit on girls differently. That mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and there's a reason why there are there's a stereotype of the frustrated white guy that hacks a family apart. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's cultural. Like, yeah. serial killing is cultural. Like, yeah. even the way people serial kill is, like, different. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not racism. It's just cultural. Like, so, like, a girl, like, being like, hey, mommy, like, that might work someplace Somewhere. else. Just not someplace here. else, you know? Like, it's like hollering and girls might be like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, it's like, if you do that here, it's like, it just doesn't work. No, you know? Certainly not. I mean, whereas some other places, it might not work being kind of a smooth, you know, nice, like easy to talk to person. It might be... They might think you're pushover. You, they might think that you're a pushover. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So some some places, you might actually have to go somewhere and slam your hand down whenever you're actually hitting on a girl and be like, damn it, you and I, mano e mano, we're going to gaze into each other's eyes, you know, and girls are like... Right here, right now. Right here, right now. We're getting ready to make out. You know, and you just put all your cards on the table, and girls are like, he's authoritative. <laughs> you know? He's confident. He's confident, yeah, which confident is different oh. in different cultures. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it is this, the weird strut and the whistle blow. Yeah. Not here. Oh, my God. That doesn't work here because girls get it so much, and I get it a little bit. Not, like, a mm-hmm. whole lot, but, like, we're, I don't know. Like, I, I can imagine where that's annoying. Mm. Attention too much in one regard is annoying for anybody. For sure. Especially we when it's like, it, like I have my headphones in, I'm looking down at my phone, I'm wearing a sweatshirt and sweatpants and Uggs and no makeup, and my hair's tied back. Like, I'm not trying to talk to no dudes. Right, but people don't really know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, or they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. I feel like if I'm out at a club or a bar or a pub and I'm all dressed up and I'm like here to have a good time, then yeah, I want to meet new people and talk. On some level, talking to girls, too, you're always going to annoy girls no matter how nice you are because it's like you just have to approach. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's going to be a lot of girls who just don't feel like being approached right now, and you have to be okay with that. But I think the key is in being respectful mm-hmm. and not keep pushing mm-hmm. when someone says no. Like if you go up to a girl and you just start talking to her, she's like, not interested, thanks, bye. Like you have to just kind of respect that, you know, yeah. and not like keep like – as soon as you you keep following down like the mac and cheese aisle, that's where it gets weird. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like this guy is following me. Yeah, it's you especially know? hard. Like if you're at a club or a bar, and then they're trying to buy you a drink, and you kind of just want them to leave, but then they're not going to leave, so you have to leave. You don't want to just walk away, so you have to come up with an excuse. Like nowadays, I, since I'm in a relationship, I'll just drop like the boyfriend word, and then they'll get the hint really quick, like "Oh, my boyfriend," or blah and blah just blah. Some people probably don't care. Yeah, sometimes they don't care. They'll say, where is he? You know what I mean? What, what's he doing tonight? Why is he not And then they'll you? suck up and say something lame and cheesy like, what's a beautiful girl like you? Oh. Like being left alone without your boyfriend. Oh, I hate if that. you're my girlfriend, I will never leave you. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why. You've got a unibrow and you're codependent. Of course I'm not going to make you my boyfriend, I know, like, exactly you, you weird bastard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
But like it's, when I didn't have that before, it was super awkward. It's like, oh, I got to go see my friend or just be like, I need to go use the restroom and then not come back. But then you feel like a, like I'm being a bitch. But it's super, it's, I don't know, if you say, if you're honest and like, I'm not interested and you just walk away, then then they really think you're a bitch. So it's kind of, it's like. No matter you what, you kind of just have to be willing to let people think what they think about you. That's mm-hmm. one thing, especially if you're a nice person, sometimes it's harder Mm-hmm. As a nice person, speaking speaking of stressed out guys, <laughs> sometimes it's harder if you're a nice person uh, to just allow people to think what they think of you. Because I've had that problem before too, to where it's like you know I always want to be like the nice guy, and I, I don't want anybody to think ill will of me. But sometimes you just have to like be like, no, this is what I need, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to say this is what I need. Be like, this is this is how I feel. Like when people try to control you. Or, like, try to get you to, like, like a lot of people think, okay, because they go up to you, and that's, like, courage or whatever, that you owe them something. And it's, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't owe them anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, the quicker you realize nobody owes you anything, nobody owes you anything. Nothing. Then nothing. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have a happier life. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, too, they'll, they'll like, give to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or they, like, just do something. Like, it's like, no, nobody owes you anything. Mm-hmm. But a- it does anything. work sometimes if you give someone so much value, then they feel guilted into giving something back. Yeah, well, that's not the way. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's such a crap. Just who wants to, like, have, like, somebody into them just because they're guilty? Like, right, right. It's, like, not satisfying. Yeah, I feel like that only you know? really works in, like, business relationships, not actual Yeah, no, no, no. It doesn't work in actual, you know, like, real full-blown, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm going to do all this, and then it's going to be, uh, right. you know. Yeah. I, I think in my last relationship, I think that um, I think she really was a giving person and a really, really, really good person. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. But I do think that there were times when she was giving stuff, and the fact that I didn't do it, mm-hmm. she was trying to give me hints that that's what she wanted. And it's like, rather than just being like, well, then don't do all, all like, a bunch of stuff for somebody. She didn't necessarily do this, but I'm just saying in general and then make it like somebody owes you something. That's probably her you like I mean? love language. Have you heard of that book with the different Yeah, the love, love languages? languages. That's probably her her thing is Do you believe in that? I actually haven't read it, but I've had a lot of people tell me I should and tell me about yeah. it, but I do notice that pe- I I think people do do this where they they give the kind of love that they want to receive instead of giving what that person wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I um, want attention, then I give the other person a lot of attention, but really I want the attention. Or I give a lot of gifts because I want a lot of gifts. Uh-huh. Whatever your thing is. Yeah, mine's touch. Touch is yours? I think touch, I, yeah. I think someone listed them to you once, and I was like, I think I'm all of them. <laughs> yeah, because the gift thing and everything, it's yeah. nice, but it doesn't really... It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, ma- like, you know, like, it's, it's touch. Yeah, there was, you know? I'm trying to remember what they all were. There was touch. There was, like, um. I Visual? Know. I think you got to show me, like, showing somebody. Or one like, was, like, yeah, one was touch, one was gifts, one was quality time, one was, like, uh, publicly showing your affection or something. Oh, I thought you were going to say showing your junk. <laughs> That's my love language. No, no, like, I don't know how the phrase was, but it was like, you know, So don't get mad at those know. obscene pictures got, like Brett Favre sending. That's his love language. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't remember them all, but I remember someone read them to me once and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm all of those. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody is all of them to an extent, mm-hmm. but then there's one that takes, like, dominance maybe. I don't know. Yeah, The thing about it is is, is th- that's a really popular thing to say. There's these psychology books that come out, 
and everybody just there's certain psychology things. It's just a theory, I think, but we adopted it as being true, you know. Yeah, exactly. We treat it like it's science, but it's just one yeah. person's theory. Yeah, it's just you one person's know theory. For sure. Yeah, we really don't. I feel like that happened a little bit with the secret too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that whole concept has been around for a long time. Like you, your thoughts kind mm-hmm. of bring things or whatever. But you gotta have, add the actions. You can't yeah, just you sit to... there and say, I'm going to make a million dollars, and it's not just going to show up in your living room. No, not at all. It's it's a twofold thing. It, it, really what it boils down to is is if you have a good mindset, you're going to better things are going to happen because you're going to perform better, you're going to do better, you're going to feel better. Um, who knows how it really works. Mm-hmm. But, the, yeah, that book, I was not – I didn't see the book. I saw the movie. But I was not a fan with the way that the movie presented. I didn't like the movie either, but I did like the books. I actually, well, it's not just one. They have a few books. They have The Secret, The Magic, The Power, The Magic, The Hero. Yeah, I know. I read read all four. I loved the books. I didn't like the movie. It was a little too new agey for me. But like, I was like, I was like, you know, okay. Like, it's, it's, this is clear that there's, there's truth Mm -hmm. in it in the sense to where. You know, like, have you ever stared at the back of somebody's head and then they turn around? You mm-hmm. know, it's mm-hmm. like they're going to. You know, me and uh, the girl that I'm talking to right now, we... Mm-hmm. Uh, talking we, to. <laughs> talking to, dating, you know. We're, I don't know why I don't like that term. <laughs> yeah, we're dating. You know, I just... I, I, I'm not saying my girlfriend yet because right. it's... Sure, dating. Yeah. Dating, that's okay. Dating, yeah. So It's okay. <laughs> anyways, it's, you know, it's in that halfway mark. Um, we were driving and there was a car that looked like a, an old SUV, but it was convertible. And we started laughing. I go, that guy looks like he literally drove under a bridge and it ripped the top of his car off. And we were like <laughs> laughing at his car cause it was like wood paneled. And I was like, that car is confusing me. It's making me question everything I ever believed in. And we were like roasting this guy's car with the windows rolled uh-huh. up, listening to Fleetwood Mac. No way he could have heard us. Mm-hmm. And the guy turns around and like looks at us. And I'm like, oh, he knows. He knows. He knows we're making fun of his car. <laughs> yeah. He felt it. That's uh-huh. why sometimes you feel when somebody's talking bad about you. Right. Like uh, last night, um, mm-hmm. I was hosting bingo because mm-hmm. it's a side job at some bar. And there's a comedy show across the, the bar. And this comedian came over. And... Uh, he uh, he's a guy that I've known. I don't know personally, but I I, I know him. I'm gonna say hi. Mm-hmm. He goes outside and starts talking to another comedian, like while I'm hosting. And I knew he was saying something about me. Oh. And so I turned around and just said something because I could feel it. You know, yeah. I could feel it. It wasn't me being self conscious. Said something to him. Yeah, I wasn't self conscious okay. before. I was like, dude, I can hear you out here. And then I was like, don't be too faced. Oh, and then, he was talking like bad mouthing you. I, I don't know if he was bad, but he was saying something negative. Oh. Okay. And I could feel it, you know? And, and it's probably I, just him jealous. Of me hosting bingo? I don't know. Or not, I mean, not hosting bingo, but of like just some equality that you have. Maybe, you know, or maybe he's just like, sometimes some people really just don't like you. They're just like, that guy sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It might, I don't know what it is. But the thing is, is, um, yeah, it, it, it made me mad mm-hmm. is the point, and I could feel it. Mm-hmm. And so I said something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he said, but we all feel it when somebody's like just, you know, you can feel when somebody mm-hmm. doesn't like you or they're saying something bad about you, and you can just feel it. And I think that's kind of a case in point for The Secret. You yeah. feel certain things, and you can't really say that it's you heard it or just picked up on body language. It's something you felt behind you. You or know what I mean? Ever, so what is that? You know, I don't know. Sometimes I, 
I'll think like, oh, I got to text this person or I got to call this person. And right when I'm thinking, they text or call me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, Whoa, All the time. Trippy. Everybody always uses that example. Horses can sense fear. Oh, okay. You know? So mm-hmm. whenever you tell a horse something, it won't listen to your audible command. Yeah. It actually feels your fear. Crazy. So it'll, it'll make the horse go nuts. Wow. You know? Um, that's one thing that they teach you. There's a thing called... Uh, I heard Whitney Cummings, uh, Mm -hmm. you know her, she's a comic. Mm -hmm. She was talking about this thing called equine therapy Mm -hmm. where it's if you have a problem, because she was talking about how she has a problem saying what she means, you know, and so. Like she's scared to say it or she doesn't know how? She's like codependent kind of, you know, she's, you know, she's talked about like codependency and stuff like that and just like saying what she means, you know, Mm -hmm. like in, in. not meaning what she says type thing, you know, people pleasing basically. Gotcha. So when you're riding a horse, mm-hmm. if you say what it is that you like mean and you're like, okay, and, and you actually feel it, the horse will listen and respond to that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a therapy for that. But if you're like, go this way and you're not really assertively feeling it, mm-hmm. the horse isn't going to listen. Got you. So it's pretty interesting. Very interesting. You know? Have you ever heard... Um how does it go? If you're, if someone's in your dream, like they're thinking of you, or if they have a dream about you, like you're awakened, do you know what I mean? Like if I have a dream, uh-uh. you're in my dream, it means that you were thinking about me in the daytime. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard that's like a theory. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I haven't remembered my dreams a lot, like over the past couple of years, but, um, somebody told me, turn my phone on airplane mode. Mm-hmm. and you'll remember your dreams because the cell phone frequency messes with your dreams. And I thought that was wow. crazy. I Googled it, and everybody says it's true. Mm-hmm. And ever since turning my phone on airplane mode, I remember my dreams every night now. Crazy. Yeah, I turn it on airplane mode when I sleep. Uh-huh. My, my sleep's better. I have one That of sounds these. crazy, but it's true. I have one of those. Have you heard of it? It's called the Bed It, and I get a sleep score every night. The Bed It. The Bed It. So it's like a, a thing you buy. I think it comes from, like, Denmark or something. And uh, it's like a little strip that goes on your bed under your mattress. And you sl- when you sleep at night, it's measuring like your movements, your heart rate, your breathing, et cetera, how long you sleep. And then uh, it connects to an app on your phone. And so when you wake up in the morning, you get a sleep score based out of 100. Right. And then it even shows you like a, on a chart, like, you know, cross-referencing with the times throughout the night, like when you were awake and when you're in deep sleep uh-huh. and REM sleep. And it's pretty fascinating. You can learn all about your different sleep cycles and what's working and what's not working. That's pretty cool. I haven't been sleeping well lately, so... Yeah, that's what I learned is I don't sleep well at all. Yeah, and and that can be a host of all kinds of issues, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You find out what it is, because sleep is so important, Mm -hmm. and I feel like you listen to all these success gurus, and they're always like, you got to be able to not get by on sleep, and I'm like, that's stupid, because if you're an entertainer or an actor or whatever... You do need sleep because, like, if you don't have any sleep, you're not going to be funny. You're not going to be able to give a good scene. You're not going to perform well. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have the max full potential of your brain capacity. Tell Kobe Bryant to get like two hours of sleep at night and see how well he plays. Yeah, there's just you know no what I mean. It, it's like that might work in an entrepreneur thing, but uh, I don't know. You know, I think I think there's a lot of this whole thing like, oh, sleep is for weak people, and I'm like, that's stupid. Honestly, yeah, I used That's to stupid. S- I don't subscribe to that. I at used all. to sleep like not at all. Like I, I, I never cared about sleep. I was like, just go, go, go as uh-huh. much as I can. And I would just I would say the sleep will come. But I wasn't like a happy camper. And now I really try to make sure that I get eight hours sleep. I mean, last night it's definitely an exemption. I had uh-huh. like two hours. But um yeah, when I sleep I need at least eight hours and I know that like I feel better, I'm a better person, I'm a happier person when I make myself get enough sleep. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Totally. But it does feel like a waste. It's like, oh my God, I'm spending a third of my life asleep. I know. Right? But then I rather have like, you know, 16 hours awake and feeling great than like 20 hours awake and feeling like not so great. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, there's no, there's no replacement to like how well you feel. Like, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a, uh, supplement that I started taking. It's called rhodiola and schizandra. Okay. What does um, that do? It, it's good for your adrenals. But when you sleep at night, you wake up in the morning, it's, it's an herb and you just feel awesome. Really? Yeah. Like refreshed. Do you find I used it to easy wake to wake up in the morning? Uh, it's never easy for me to wake up, but once I wake up, I don't feel lethargic and need coffee. Oh, I'll put okay. it that way. Like and your eyes feel... burn when you wake up and your eyelids oh, are heavy? Oh, my, my eyes used to burn. My body used to hurt. Uh-huh. Like, I used to just feel horrible. Yeah. You know, like, I just didn't feel good. I feel like I'm, like, not a morning person. Definitely a night owl, for sure. If I wake up, like, before the sun is up, it's, like, everything bone in my body is, like, does not want to wake up. Mm-hmm. And my eyelids feel so heavy. Like, they just don't want to open. Like, I love to peel them open. And maybe that's why I wear contacts. But, like, once I put the contacts in, it's, like, okay, now I'm awake. Yeah. But before I do that, I'm just, like, laying in bed. It is so... Hard to get up. I do this like rocket launch thing that I've done since I was a kid where I, I'll like count down from 10 or 3 and then like launch myself out of bed because the only way I can get myself up and out of the bed. Yeah. I'm just so yeah. tired. It's crazy. And then I feel like my heart is like trying to keep me awake. Like it just keeps like it almost feels like it's like a re- little bit of like a restarting kind of motion. But uh, yeah, my body is not a morning person at all. Yeah. Morning is hard. Morning is hard. I'm, I'm yeah, a yeah. nighttime person. Me too. I'm a nighttime yeah. person. I think we actually have to wrap up because I oh, think yeah. the, it's 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 that time it's again. It's that time. So, guys, our other co-host, he had to uh, leave, David Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to go film uh, All Deaf Digital. Yeah. Uh, check so him out. Check him out on ADD on, on some of his sketches and stuff. And uh, you can also follow me at Matt Jones underscore 90 mm-hmm. on Instagram. Cool. And YouTube is Matt Jones nine 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 nine. That's four nine. Four nine. Yeah, and then what about you? Haley All Ray? of my social media is Haley Ray Canal. It's just one my word name. though. H a l e y r a e c a n n e l l. Yep. And yep. guys, you can email us. I know that we're very, very scatterbrained. Um, we're all. I, I I I like it like that. But I is a listener is a listener. You guys are the ones who are listening. So you let us know what you guys think. And any suggestions that you might have, please, please, please email us stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. That's stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you uh, like us on iTunes, subscribe to us, uh, help us to make some more money on doing this podcast Mm -hmm. so we can eat a little bit better, guys. Um, Matt because can get more supplements. the more, yeah, I can buy more supplements, guys. So just know that every time you rate this and like this, you're allowing me to be able to go to Whole Foods more. Mm-hmm. So support the Matt Jones Whole Foods Foundation yeah. and the Haley Ray. What are you, what are you blowing your money on, Haley? Um, honestly, like right now, it's Christmas gifts for other yeah, people. Yeah, help Haley Ray get Christmas <laughs> gifts. You I monsters. like being the Christmas elf. <laughs> yeah, don't make her. You know, don't make her not be able to buy Christmas gifts. You savage monsters. <laughs> I love you guys. This has been Stressed Out Podcast. All right. You want to lead us out? I just did kind of, but you want to give the official. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.